In the world of 14-hour productivity vlogs, she creates genuine, heartwarming, and fun, incredible content on YouTube. Our guest today is Faye Bate. So our very special guest here with us is Faye. Faye, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, yes, my name is Faye and I'm in my third year of medical school and I also have a YouTube channel. Faye is one of the people who really got me excited about med because I was so nervous about going to medical school before I saw her vlogs and her videos that really bring such a positive perspective to medicine. So Faye, today oh, I want to... thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, so today I wanted to talk to you about balance in medicine and how kind of you create this uh, thin line between you know balancing your academics while also having a good social life yeah so tell me a little bit about what made you decide starting uh, your youtube channel because obviously you've gotten a lot of recognition and the fact that you've kind of blown up shows that there is something there that people weren't seeing before so did you expect that your vlogs would be kind of the icon of balance in medicine or did you just think you were showing your general life? I literally just thought I was showing my, my general life. It was so surprising to me. Um, but I think maybe what's happened with YouTube on medicine is people were getting so much um, recognition for showing like how hard they're working and there's something so incredible about, you know, being able to work hard and motivate other people to work hard. But it all, I think sometimes with some um, channels, maybe it went a little bit too far and people were missing out on seeing, you know, the real life, like what is it actually like on a day-to-day -day basis and what do you do outside of medicine to keep, you know, keep you, um, keep you motivated to do medicine, keep that balance. So it was so surprising. Like I, I just started my YouTube channel because um, I like the way on YouTube that you can document all these like moments in your mm -hmm. life and I was having the best time in medical school I was enjoying every minute I was loving what I was learning and I just wanted to document that and um have that as a memory I wanted to help other people get into medical school because I had a tricky um road to getting into medical school um and yeah and now I'm, I'm so grateful I did because I was I'm in an R in about it for so long and then I finally did and it is definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made I absolutely love it and I love that it's kind of become this I, it's like about balance and showing people that you can work hard and still like enjoy life um yeah I love that that's what it's become perfect so um what you said over there with uh how YouTube and you know this whole productivity um hustle culture that it's kind of created that's yeah. that's really insightful because you know, I've also seen that those videos kind of create this negative image towards hard work in our head and kind of create this fear with people who study medicine. And um, so uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about kind of the criticism that you received because you were having a healthy, normal life in something yeah. like medicine? Yeah, so I started getting comments that were saying things. Actually, I spoke about this with Hibber today. And um, we were saying how on our vlogs, Hip is another like medical YouTuber, and people were saying on our vlogs, all you do in this vlog is um eat and eat and do your makeup or they they were kind of saying you don't study enough in this vlog or and I just found it so 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 silly because to do like to study efficiently, in my opinion, you have to have like good 
breaks you know breaks where you where your brain has time to like rest like it's like if we were doing a workout if you were going to do a workout you wouldn't work out for 24 hours in the day would you you'd you'd leave your muscles time to recover and I think about that you know the brain the brain needs time to recover um and also at the same time it's like I'm I think it's important to show that medical students are real people as well we're not we're not robots Uh, but yeah the comments I remember seeing my first the first few comments that were like you hardly studied in this video you hardly did this in this video and I was like what I was in the library like (laughs) I the thing is is like a lot of them you know there are days when I don't study at all but then you look look at these videos and I've done like a time lapse of myself in the library for a couple of hours and people are still like you're not studying enough and I guess the proof is in the pudding I think it depends on who you are as a person how much you have to study some people need to study more than others um and I'm not saying that from a place of like I'm I'm not naturally intelligent I think I've just got a very efficient system of how I like to consolidate um my learning if I was failing medical school, obviously I need to study more. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the proof, like I'm doing okay, I'm I'm passing my time, I'm doing well, I'm where I want to be. So who is it? Whose business is it? Someone on the internet to tell me that I'm not studying enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, I was watching your vlogs, and you talk about how you did really well in your um, first year uh, med school yeah. exams as well. So that's you know, obviously it shows that you're really working hard and. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about how you said um, about how you ha- have hours in the library and then you have days where you don't study. So where do you kind of draw that line and how do you find that balance between when you need to study and when you need to take a step back and rest? Because sometimes those lines get blurred in our head when we're so caught up with all the work. So something that I actually um, noticed so I actually just filmed a video that was um, I tried to study for a hundred hours in a week, um, and that's going to be coming out next next um, next week. And obviously, it completely goes against everything I've ever said about balance because studying a hundred. But I wanted to try it because I saw another medical YouTuber do it, so I wanted to give it a go and see if it was possible. And something that I learned from that that really helped is um, I think if you're sitting down and you're trying to study and nothing is going into your head, persevere three times so try like force yourself to keep going three times and then on the third time if you still push just when if you're really struggling to get into to get into your head say I'm going to do 10 more minutes and see if I can get back into the flow and then if you try that three times and it still doesn't work if you're still not like getting back into it your brain needs a break it clearly isn't it's full it's not working as well as it should be because you need to take a break the reason I, I found this out was when I was doing my 100 hours, I, I physically had to do, I had to do, I was doing 15 hours a day. So I didn't have time to take that many breaks. Like I had to do it. And I found myself slipping into these states where I was, nothing was going in my head anymore. But then I persevered and I actually came back from it and I'd, I got back into it. So I think try trying to persevere is good and trying to work through these like mental blocks that you have but then if you if you just get to a point where you can't then that is your brain sending you a message like it's time to lie down it's time to take a break it's time to get some good nutritious food in get a glass of water go for a walk it's time to step away from the computer (laughs) step away from the books 
Um, and I would also say that making feel like I would say making time for people like spending time with people you love as well is really important and programming in breaks into your life so making sure that you don't get into the habit of just working yourself to the bone too like too much that's really good advice yeah because sometimes we just you know look at other people working so extremely hard and it creates this sense of competition and this is also from what i've heard really prevalent in medical school this kind of competitive um feeling of guilt because of other people yeah. working harder than you so how do you kind of manage looking at your peers studying so much like maybe from the outside studying so much harder than you and feel okay with what you're doing at the moment how does it not uh, you know lead to burnout yeah that's such a good question because i think it's so difficult in medical school you know we're we're all if you're in medical school you're clearly a very intelligent person who's always been who's succeeded in their life to get to that place and that comes with it some a lot of competition um but what i think what happened for me is because i didn't like i missed i dropped a grade at secondary school and i had to resit and go back and redo my exams so that i could get into medical school I went into medical school knowing I wasn't going to be in my head. I thought I'm not going to be the smartest. I'm probably going to be very average. Whereas I think a lot of people go into medical school having always been the smartest in their year. And they think they get a shock when they go into medical school and they're not the smartest in their year anymore. And I think that can really, really knock people and put them into this cycle of being very, very, very competitive. I really just think it's about remembering that we're all on our own journey and at the end of the day, the journey is to be the best doctor that like you can be. And that comes in all different shapes and sizes. It's not necessarily defined by academic um, achievement. You know, we all need a baseline of academic knowledge to be like good doctors, but there's other ways that you can be a good doctor. Um, and, you know, that might happen in medical school. It might happen later down the line. Like everyone's just on their own route. Um, and just remember, it's like that saying, it's very cliche, but I think it, it's always stood out to me. It's like the only competition person you're competing with is yourself yesterday. Like that's the person you want to be. You want to be better than the person you were yesterday, not better than the person who's sitting next to you. Um, yeah. And, and the thing is as well, everyone's got their own struggles going on in life. No one's life is the same. Um, everyone has different like passions outside of medical school and you can't expect to you say if you I don't know say if you love running whatever say if you love painting that is going to take some of your energy away and that's okay but then don't compare yourself to someone who their their whole passion is what they want to do spend all their time doing is being in the library then obviously they're going to do better academically mm-hmm yeah that makes sense and also you know you talk a lot about on your youtube channel as well this uh, thing about like how you're in your 20s and this is like the prime time of your life so why would you want to spend so much time doing like sitting in a library studying which is important but it's not your whole life so i yeah i I really enjoy that 
um and we were talking a little bit about criti- criticism and how people were talking about how you weren't in the library enough so what i've experienced is ever since i've gotten into medicine somehow every single person related to med or not has something to say about it for example um you know random people from different degrees from different areas of life will come up to me and tell me okay are you excited you won't have a life anymore you won't have any time for friends like it is so how do you kind of blur out this noise of random opinions popping in not just from of course you have a big you know base of people online but also just real in real life people talking about um your degree and your decision as if it was their own yeah it's difficult because i so get that when i see a comment online and i just think you definitely have never stepped foot into a medical school like you don't know have any idea what it's like um but i think it's sometimes it's hard because obviously your your emotions like get in the way and you feel like judged and whatever but it's important to just to look at the facts if you are doing well in your exams you are feeling happy in yourself you are happy with your life you are like um you're content um and you're healthy then you know those are the things that matter you're 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 heading in the right direction and no one no one what nothing anyone else says can is going to affect that like i think a big thing for me everyone was saying to me they were like you're such a you know you're not everyone but you know these couple comments online just saying oh you're not studying enough and what i always found myself doing or like what i always found myself doing would be come back to like my exam results i'd be like well i am because i'm passing my exams i wouldn't be passing my exams if i wasn't doing enough um yeah and i think also it's important i think it's important to show those people um what life is like as a doctor um or as a medical student a doctor whatever in this um day and age because i think the more as time goes on i think we're understanding that people people's mental health is incredibly important people's well-being is incredibly important reducing burnout is incredibly important and i think especially when you're faced with these opinions from friends and family you know people whose opinion you actually do care about not random people you know online it's important to educate them and say look you know like i do um i i think it's really important to have a life outside of medicine because you know i want to be a doctor for 50 60 years or maybe not 60 <laughs> like 40 50 years i want to be a doctor for and that's only going to happen if i look after myself and i have like um, a life outside of medical school in medicine yeah for sure and you know um you know i've i've talked to a lot of people who sort of um avoid applying to medicine just because of the amount of workload so do you have any kind of anything you want to say to those people like how you know you want to change their mindset or just something to inform them about the real life that medical school is like Um, I don't know if you've seen, there's like a, I think it's like a little, it's something that's been going on around the internet for like a saying almost. And it says like, um, choose your hard. So it's saying, it's essentially what it says is anything you choose to do in life is hard. Because if you go to medical school, you will be working hard. But then if you choose to do, take an easier career choice, um, then that is also hard because you might not be doing something that you are completely happy with. 
if that makes sense so like it's basically saying that whatever you do life is hard (laughs) whatever you decide to do it is hard but if you do something that you love and you are passionate about it makes the hard work a little bit easier you know we're all gonna have to have jobs we're all gonna have to have jobs you know unless your dad's a bloody billionaire we're all gonna have to work we're all going to have to study um study at some point in our life to some extent we may as well do something that we we really love and don't get me wrong there are moments where I want to tear my hair out because medical school is stressful you know I all my vlog like my vlogs make it look kind of easy it's not easy it is hard but like I'm doing it with my friends I'm doing I I love all the subjects that I learn about and like at the end of the day I'm working towards a career where I'll have a really real meaningful impact on people's lives so yes it's hard but there are also so many wonderful like positives as well Mm-hmm. yeah and I love how you said that thing about like if you have fulfillment like it it won't matter how hard it is um because you you know you won't be as happy doing anything else so it won't give yeah. you the satisfaction um but I feel yeah. like I've heard this a lot um I was listening to this podcast the other day that where host was discussing about how if you have this fulfillment to do medicine you will work 18 hours a day and you will be okay with that because you want to be a doctor so why wouldn't you yeah so do you have something to say about that because that is kind of taking this whole fulfillment um topic in I feel a wrong context where even if you have the fulfillment it doesn't mean that you know you you have the mental capacity to work 18 hours a day every single day no, I know what you mean because I remember when someone commented for something on my videos and they were like, every hour I spend in the library is an hour spent learning how to save a patient's life. And I was like, I get what you mean. And in theory, that makes sense. But in reality, doctors are not machines. We are all human beings. And that is not sustainable. I, and if you have some, you know, for some people that might be sustainable, but for the majority of people, 18 hours a day is not sustainable. And like, you've also got to think, you're learning all this to look after patients, yeah? But like, we all have a duty of care to ourselves as well. Like that has to be the number one. You have to be selfish and you have to think about yourself in terms of if you get yourself sick because you were working 18 hours a day and you're not feeding yourself properly, you're not looking after your mental well-being, you're not drinking enough water, taking enough breaks, and then you you get sick and then you can't treat any patients, then, you know, no mm-hmm. one's winning with that. You know, if it's the same, like, a doctor is useless if they're not working, if they're not able to work. And I think that's that's what we really need to start thinking about is looking after ourselves and we are we are our most valuable asset so by working ourselves into the ground in the long run it's not going to help anyone (laughs) yeah for sure and especially for a field like doctors and medicine you want the doctor to be at their kind of peak mental capacity when they're treating you you don't want them to yeah yeah do it kind of half um so you know going a little bit more in depth into that do you have any particular advice for any medical students or pre-med people listening who want to be good doctors and sort of how they can take care of themselves and not um, get into hustle culture which is so extremely prevalent right now 
I think it's like what we were speaking about earlier. Stay in your own lane. Um, you know, look at the facts. If like, we, you know, when you do a test, if something went wrong, separate yourself emotionally. Look at why it went wrong, and go. Okay, I clearly didn't study enough. I'm going to study a little bit more. Don't look at what your friend got and go. God, I didn't get that, and get upset about it. If that makes sense, I say that's number one. Um, I would so like stay in your own lane. Don't compare yourself to other people. Um, I would also say. For me, what works best is studying little and often. I think that is the most sustainable um, way to not get stressed. Because I think sometimes what stresses me out is if, you know, I go a couple of days and I haven't done anything. It's the mountain in the back of my head. There is a mountain of work that is slowly getting taller and taller. Um, and as soon as you start chipping away at it, you feel a lot better. So I say, I would say just dedicate a couple of hours a day to every single day to doing like a good a good quality um studying instead of just trying to cram everything personally I don't think I think cramming it just makes makes me very stressed yeah <laughs> and then I would also say when you get to if, if you're say you're just going to medical school before you go get your mums and or your dads or your grannies or anyone or your granddads to teach you a couple of like really healthy, easy um, meals. Because I see so many people go off to university, medical school, wherever. It's the first time they're away from their families. And then they just eat crap. <laughs> and like I eat so much bad food, like I do. But it's so important to have like good, healthy, nutritious, quick meals that you can like to fuel your body. Um, that's what my mum always used to say to me. She'd be like, a Ferrari can't run with, without fuel, Faye. So um, she'd say, like, you, in, like, you, need, mm-hmm. you need to fuel your body properly. Um, yeah. And make quick, quick, res- quick recipes is always great. I always find when I'm in a rush, it's so easy to, like, reach for some instant noodles or whatever. But there are so many quick, um, easy, healthy recipes as well. Um, and I say drink your water, take regular breaks getting some activity you know all the things that your you know your parents have probably been telling you to do since you were little and you you don't listen but when you go to medical school just have you don't need to be running a marathon every day just go outside look go into the fresh air walk around the block um get your get your legs moving yeah and also have a good good support network that is honestly so 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 important of people who who will help you if you need it, it who if you're if you're having a hard time they will be there for you I think that is very 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 important so uh, along with that um you know in your vlogs you have such a good group of friends like we see you guys going um out together and just studying together etc so how did you form this kind of core group of friends and how did you stay away from the toxicity and build this connection um, yeah, so I met my friends, they're all, uh, so I joined like a society, a cheerleading society, and that's a mixture of non-medical students and medical students, and I found that really helpful um, as well. So I think if your university has like societies that can you can get involved in, then get, definitely give them a go, because I actually think that really helped me in first year when I needed a break, 
um then I knew that say for an hour on a Wednesday evening I knew that I had my cheerleading society to go to um so that just gave me something different to do it it forced me to take a break and the fact that loads of them weren't medical students meant that I could go there and I could talk to people about something that isn't medicine because I think you know when you're with your medical school friends you talk about like you know what what how everyone felt like a test went or are people worried about this and you you talk about things that inevitably might just make you feel a little bit more stressed um but then yeah my my two my well my three probably my three closest friends who do medicine um none of them are engaged in this toxic behavior none of them um they are all all i think things to look out for in these friends are people who will share their resources with you is a big one um people who will text you and go oh i'm gonna go to the library do you want to come because there are some people who will like just lie about going to the library and try pretend that they haven't done much work i would say you know there are like red flags for relationships i say red flags for friendships in medical school if someone says oh i didn't study at all for this test and then they come out with 80 90 percent stay away because they they're definitely lying (laughs) um so yeah i think people who don't really engage in that competition who want the best for you who will share their resources who if you have like you say oh i'm really struggling to understand this lecture and then they they send you a resource or they try and explain it to you um those are the people to look out for and the people who will um be be good for your your journey in medical school yeah and i think for something like medicine it is so tolling on your mental capacity that you definitely definitely need a good group of friends to be there with you kind of motivating you through this entire journey um so i think that's all the time we have today um just as an ending note do you have anything um you want to say to all the people who are kind of caught up in this uh unbalanced and lifestyle during medicine because i feel like during high school personally for me i was caught up in just this hustle culture and i need to work harder and i need to get into medical school and now that i'm in medical school i feel that you know it's going to get worse and worse so do you have any advice for all of us kind of struggling to maintain that balance yeah i would say um block out time for yourself have like sacred me time um so myself and evie my flatmate my flatmate sorry um we always like at the end of the day after we've worked hard like we'll sit down and watch a little bit of tv together and like that is just our sacred like downtime um and i think it's important like it might not be watching telly it might be going for a walk it might be exercising it might be seeing friends it might be playing a sport but just keep that sacred um something i remember when i was doing my gcse's my mum i I said to my mum i was like i think i I need to quit dance because i've got my gcse's coming up and then my mum said she was like no don't quit it because you're not going to be work like that will be a really nice break for you she said you'll go to dance for an hour you'll see your friends you'll do something active and um then you'll come home and you can do more studying you'll come back feeling refreshed and your brain will have had a break and i think i'm so grateful that she did that when i was in year 11 because i've always kept that through i've always always kept that time for myself um to like yeah just let my brain have a rest
Yeah, that's really great advice. I love how you're stringing all these pieces of your mom telling you advice when you were younger together. <laughs> They're so cute. Um okay, so thank you so much Faye for coming. I'm so grateful and definitely guys check out her YouTube channel. They made her vlogs have made me feel so excited about medicine and building a nice oh. community. So thank you so much Faye. Um hope to have you, you back. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So that was the episode for this week. Thank you so much Faye for coming on and uh, next week we have a really exciting episode with a very special guest on all about best resources and study tips and techniques for medicine. So if you're interested in that, follow along and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.